You're now tuning in to our Growpoint Dumaguete podcast, where it's all about relationships. We exist to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. You are currently listening to our series entitled Living for the Lord. Today, atong palayuno ng ato ang uh, pagtuon, ang series nga atong giuluhan, Living for the Lord. And this has been a good series, a very refreshing one, uh, at least para sa kuwa to study through these topics. And today is a very beautiful topic. Ang title sa message is Make Love Your Aim. I thought of actually preaching a message uh, at the beginning of the year about what we should aim for for this year. It's a good way to start the year, but I wanted to, I mean, ang burden nga giyatag si sa kuwa was to talk about these basic truths sa Christian life that will serve as a good foundation for those of us nga bago pa sa pagtuo and um, mayo po ni ma-refresh ta katong mga dugay-dugay na nga Christian kay sa kadaggan sa ato ang mga buluhaton o sahay sa atong kabisihon kinanglan jud taog reminder kinanglan tang ma-refresh our text our main text today is found in John chapter 13 verse 34 and verse 35. So let me read this couple of verse, verses para sa inyo. These are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ speaking to His disciples. He said, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Na story kabayin sa Usa ka tao nga yang ngalan si Mr. Jones. And gadali-dali ni siya kay nani siya appointment unya sa ilahang lugar uh, walay taxi, train lang gyud ang iyang masakyan at least katong nga part of the city. And so while he was hurrying up to catch up for his train, nakakita siya bakul nga batanon nga namaligya og mga prutas. And suddenly nailaing tao nga gadali pod kay accidentally na igo niya, na bikil niya ang lamesa sa bakol nga namaligya o prutas, nga ni ang tanang prutas niya nangayabog yun sa uh, yuta. So, the boy's fruits were scattered in every direction. Ang tao nga nakabinkel sa iyang lamesa, nilingi lang kadali, o niya kigadali lagi siya kay mularga na ang train, ni sultira siya, ay sorry kaayo or something like that, ni Dali-dali siya sakay sa train. Wala siya'y klaro dyan nga nangayog pasaylo or whatever. Si Mr. Jones, nihunong siya kay nakalingi siya, naluoy siya. Pero, iyang unang-unang kasing-kasing, kinanglan mo po kumusakay sa train. So, niaksyon na gid siya, saka padulong sa train. But as he was about to board the departing train, na siya'y mga second thoughts and he went back to help the crippled boy. And then, pagtabang na niya sa bata, sa bata noon, dito niya nabantayan nga dili lang gani siya bakol, okay? Kaniding bata abuta pag yun. So, ga, mat, ga buka yung kalimutaw, pero dili day siya kakitaan. Kabantay mo siya kay ganaana naman ng bata, gapangita sa iyahang mga baligya nga prutas. So, si Mr. Jones picked up all of the fruits gi gilimpyuhan niya, gitrapuhan niya, sa iyang limpyo nga panyo, o niya, gi-arrange niya, balik ang, gitao niya, balik ang lamisa, gi-arrange niya ang mga prutas, hangtod nga napahiluna o balik ang tanan. 
ang matanoon ng matana ni Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones, I mean, sir, di ko kakitaan ni mo but salamat kayo. Nang matana siya, ikaw ba si Jesus? Ningon si Mr. Jones, dili, pero ganahan kong maparihan niya. Suma so, pa sa Biblia, kaning gitawag na to og gugma. Okay? Muni siya ang pinaka-importante nga quality or virtue nga makita dapat sa kinabuhi natong mga Kristohanon. It's you know, kindness in action. Love in action. And that should characterize every area sa tuang kinabuhi. In fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 14. Si Paul ningon ni, let all that you do be done with love. Kumingon kang all, tanan gud na siya. Let all that you do be done with love. And sa 1 Corinthians chapter 13, na din na ang mga nagkalinlain ng mga characteristics of what true love is. But ang unang bahin sa 1 Corinthians 13, gi-emphasize ni Paul that love is better than you know, eloquent speech. It's more valuable than scriptural knowledge. And it's it has greater impact even with the most supreme sacrifice. Kay kung maayo kang manulti, maayo kang mamatbat, pero wala kay gugma, ningon si Paul, you are nothing. Okay? If bright kay ka, you know, dagang kang verses na ibalan, scripturally knowledgeable kay ka, but if wala kay gugma, you are nothing. And even if imong i-sacrifice tanan, o ang imong kaugalingon apil, imong itugyan, imong ihatag, imong i-sacrifice para soban, if you do, if you don't do it out of love, that is nothing. Kung sa katapusang bahay sa 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, ningon ang Bible, and now abide faith, Hope and love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Ang pinaka kuangyud, importante mo ang gugma. Kabalo mo kaning gugma is actually the primary mark of spiritual maturity. Unsaan mo pagkabalo kung ang isa kristohanan is spiritually matured. Spiritual maturity is not measured by how much you know. How many Bible verses you've memorized? How many, you know, um, Bible characters nga ka nang familiar ka? How many Bible stories nga imong na master? It's not measured by how eloquent, how good, okay, you are in explaining biblical doctrines. That's not the measure, okay, of spiritual maturity. The mark of spiritual maturity is love. It is the clothing of the Christians. Colossians 3.14 says, But above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And the word perfection there is the word maturity. Matured ka. You know kung spiritually mature ka if you have the Christ-like kind of love. Muna itong iskutan ka buntaga. And muna atong i-aim sa ato ang kinabuhi. Muna itong i-desire. Pangayuo na na siya sa ginoo. Not only is love the primary mark of maturity, love is the single sign that we are walking in the Spirit. We've been talking about walking in the Spirit. So, ang next question is, how do you know if you're walking in the Spirit? 
How do you know if you're filled with the Holy Spirit? If you're controlled with the Holy Spirit? A person, a Christian who is controlled by the Holy Spirit is not just a person who can, you know, do a lot of great things or good things or a lot of ministry work. The primary evidence that you are walking in the Spirit is again, love. Kaya kung ang tao na puno sa balang espiritu, nagalakat uban sa balang espiritu, nagimanduan sa balang espiritu, na gugma. Kaya nga naman, ang gugma, mani kitawag sa Biblia o fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. By the singular man, ang word nga is, no? And ang Bible na mismo gayon, that there is only one fruit of the Spirit. Dili siyam. And I like to quote Pastor Mike, he says this, muna yung explanation. If there were nine fruits, then the verse would read, the fruits of the Spirit are love. But the Bible says, the fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit singular is love. The other eight words simply describe love. Pastor Mike went on to say, joy is love's consciousness. Peace is love's confidence. Long-suffering is love's habit. Gentleness is love's activity. Goodness is love's quality. Faith is love's quantity. Meekness is love's tone. And temperance is love's victory. If you have love, this will be the money makita sa imong kinabuhi. So love is the primary mark of maturity. It's the single sign that we are walking in the Spirit. It's an evidence that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Kaya ang bunga sa balang Espiritu, nga mo ang gugma. And love is also to be our passionate pursuit. Again, sa 1 Corinthians, and then this time sa verse 14. By the way, iningat portion sa 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, Paul was actually discussing the subject about spiritual gifts. Kaya in Corinthian church, they were they were quarreling and they were kind of naginambugay sila sa ilang mga spiritual gifts. Those who have speaking gifts, those who have sign gifts, okay? Naginambugay sila. My gift is greater than yours, so mas importante ko din sa church or something like that. Nagkumpit sila. But Paul was telling them at the end of chapter 12, there is a more excellent way, greater than all the exercise of any gift. Ningon si po, because you can be the most eloquent preacher, you can have the, the, you know, the best and the greatest understanding of scripture, you can be the most sacrificial person, but apart from love, you're nothing. So ang point ni po sa 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, as I discuss about spiritual gift, is this. Maayon ang magamit mong spiritual gift to edify and build the body of Christ. We must use our gifts. But Paul says we must use it out of love. For apart from love, the exercise of gift will be futile and fruitless. Central to the effectiveness of the exercise of every and any spiritual gift given by the Spirit of God to all of the children of God is love. And say, Paul, pursue love. Pursue love. Make it your aim. Follow it with passion. Dili lang si Paul ningon na Peter also echoed the very same nga you know challenge sa mga believers. First Peter chapter four verse eight says, "And above all things, have fervent love for one another." 
Love has always been the passionate pursuit of the child of God. Kaya kung tinood ka nga naay Holy Spirit within you, you will have that desire to learn how to truly love. So make it your aim to know and understand what love is. Pwede na itong gamitin, siguro itong usakalinya sa secular nga kanta, no? I want to know what love is. Okay? I want you to show me. So, maupod na. By the way, that's the song of the world. And when they look at the church, the church that claims to be the followers of Christ, and this Christ who demonstrated the greatest kind of love, kabalobo mo nga, ang expectation sa kalibutan sa tua is that we would show the same kind of love. We will express the same kind of love. In fact, that's the song of the world to the church. That's how I take it. That, that the world, nga wala la kaila, wala relationship sa gino, is singing that song to us. Church, I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Isn't that challenging? Ang kalibutan, taas og expectations sa tuwa. Kaya claim ta ng mga Christians ta, sumusunod ta ni Kristo, o ganay si Kristo. Okay? Kabalo ang tanan. Nga siya ang ginoo, ang anak sa Diyos, nga nakigugma sa tuwa, and the greatest expression of love ever. Siya mo'y nihatagana by laying down his life for unworthy sinners, enemies of God in you and me. That's true love. So, account in Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, sa Matthew chapter 22, verse 34 to 40, gipangutanin si Jesus sa mga religious leaders. These scholars knew that there is, or there are 613 specific laws and commandments in the Old Testament. And gipangutan na siya, of the 613 laws and commandments, asa niyang pinaka-importante, which one is the greatest commandment in the law? And listen to the answer of the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and your mind, and strength. And then you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The greatest commandments, first and second greatest commandments, is to love. To love your God and to love others. 60 years after the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, Apostle John was saying a farewell message sa iyang congregation. And when the members asked him for a parting message, John answered by saying, love one another. Love one another. Ningon si, ningon ang kuwan, mga tao, kabalo naman mayana. Then, dinis atong text, gremind nanta. There's a new commandment. New commandment. A new commandment I give to you. That you love one another as I have loved you. We will, atong sosiyo ni Ron, ganong bago man siya. In what way man, nga kininga kaman is new. When sa Old Testament, sumapagani sa tubag ni Jesus nga to sa mga religious leaders, the greatest command is to love God and to love others as you love yourself. But now, why is Jesus telling His disciples, this is a new commandment that you love one another? Lord, that is not new. We have heard about that before. What's new about loving one another? And in Jesus, by this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have loved one for another. Love one for another is the primary mark that you are moving towards Christ 
likeness. So here's the main thought from these texts. Believers are commanded by God to love one another as Jesus loved them. Believers are commanded by God, that's you and me, to love one another as Jesus loved us. So how did Jesus love His people? And why are we to love like Him? Again, balik tas John chapter 13, verse 34, 35, ningon si Jesus, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. We are to love others as Jesus loved us. The word as, A-S, means we are to love others just like or in the same way Jesus loved. So Old Testament, quote ni Jesus as the greatest command, the second greatest command is to love your neighbor as yourself. So as you love yourself, kikitang tanan, igugma man kita sa kagalingon, palangga man ginato atong kagalingon, ningon si Jesus, sa samang paagi ng inyong gigugma inyong kagalingon, igugma inyong isikataw. But in this I mean, this time, Jesus is saying, no, this time I give you a new command. You love one another, not as you love yourself, but as I have loved you. So, ang logical question nato is, yun sa manday pagigugma ni Kristo ang mga tao. Yun sa niya pagigugma ang iyahang katawan. Number one, Christ loved selflessly. Christ loved selflessly. Only twice in the Bible, are we explicitly told that Jesus set us an example and one of those two times, He set us an example of unparalleled selfless love. Kanos anay naitabo? Can remember mo sa John chapter 13, sa unang bayan sa John chapter 13, when Jesus took a basin and a towel, ang basin nga na itubig o toalya, unya iyang gihugasan ang bulingot nga tiil sa iyahang mga Disciples, he took the place of the lowest of all the slaves, a doulos. Kaya mga slaves, naman po mga rangko sa ilahang panahon. Ang pinakamabagyod, the slave of the slaves, is called a doulos. And that's the place that Jesus took. Kaya ang tighugas na og tiil sa mga bisita, by the way, sa ilahang panahon, remember this, wala sila ay sapatos, sigaran sandals lang, and then, disyerto ang ilahang lugar, abog kayo, Gasagol ang singot o abog, kabulo na mag-unsay resulta. Okay? And pagsulod nila o panimalay, part na sa ilahang culture to welcome their guest nga naaginay provision dito sa entrance sa ilang balay, sa portahan sa ilang balay, nga naaginay water o naaginay toalya. Okay? And then naay ulipon diha nga naay sulugoon nga mo'y mo hugas sa ilahang til. And Jesus took that Place. Let's read it. After supper being ended, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into His hands and that He had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside His garments, took a towel and girded Himself and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel with which He was girded. And here, makita na to ang pagka-selfless nga servant ni Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ Himself said it. So He showed it there and then He spoke about this. Iya po nang gipamulong. 
in Matthew chapter 28 verse 20, I mean chapter 20 verse 28, which is a parallel passage atong kiver sa series nato sa Mark, na Mark chapter 10 verse 45, Jesus said, "Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many." The greatest expression of love, loving service, is when Jesus laid down his life for all the sinners. Grabe ang gugma ni Cristo para sa tawa. That he left his glory in heaven, took the form of a man, took the form of a servant, and gave his life for you and for me. He did that because in his heart of heart, Si Jesus Christ, our greatest example, He did not live, you know, to pursue and seek His own will. John 5 verse 30 says, Jesus said, I do not seek my own will. Jesus truly did not seek His own, but was selflessly concerned for others. When Jesus saw the multitude, ikapilata makabasa sa New Testament, every time mulanta siya crowd, Jesus was moved with compassion towards them. And then, kita siya mga masakiton, kita siya mga gigutom, kita siya mga tao nga gagkalisod, mga pubre. Jesus is always moved with compassion. After spending all day healing the sick one time, when night came and the disciples says, send the multitudes away. Niya na yung mga disciples, papulian na sila. But Jesus says, no, they do, they do not need to go away. Instead, yung ginan niya mga disciples, Why don't you give them something to eat? So ang gugma ni Kristo, ang akong puntuhan is this. Sa pagka-selfless niya ba? Dili lang bitaw. Ang yung gugma ay dili lang words. Yung gugma, naagay action. Words are cheap. It costs you nothing. Okay? What's so hard sa pag-ingunin mo, I love you. Or that, you know, God bless you, brother. God bless you, sister. It's cheap. You have to show it. You have to say it. That's that's helpful. But you have to show it. Dapat nagyoy action nga mo back up sa imuhang mga pinulungan. And money makita na to sa kinabuhi ni Kristo. He did not just say, "I love you." Okay. In fact, wakuk basang niyana sa Jesus, "I love you." But nasay mga times kinsa nga you know I have loved you okay as the father has loved you most of the time iyang gipakita ang iyang gugma wala ra niya gipamulong iyang gipakita gid pinagi sa iyang action remember when he was arrested in the garden of gethsemane and then he immediately arranged that his disciples would be you know Free saying, I have told you that I am He. Gibuha to niya para nagyap mong to siya mga disciples. Selfless kayo. Parang dili, mapasakitan ang iyahang mga disciples. Iyaha din giangkon nga, ako ang inyong gipangita. Let them go free. Let them go their way. Ay na silag alahiga, ay na silag apila. Ako may inyong gipangita, na ako. I am here. It's me that you're looking for. And when He was dying on the cross, He expressed His love to His mother. Sa unsang pagi, gina niya si Mary, woman, behold your son, pointing to the Apostle John. And he provided for his mother when he said to John, behold your mother. Again, dying on the cross na, Jesus was still expressing his love to those individuals. And this, aning a particular time si Mary, 
When in the midst of death, he reached out to a common criminal. Nagilansang na sa cross, gabitay na sa cross. Na ay criminal, so unworthy. In fact, mabitaw ng gilansang siya sa cross, katong duha ka criminal, kay mabitaw capital punishment sa ilahang panahon. Grabe gitong mga malituan nila. And then, sa gibuhat ni Jesus, pag-express sa tao sa iyang faith, nga ni Kristo, yung siya nga, I assure you today, you will be with me in paradise. That is love. Selfless love. But here's the thing. We are to love others in the exact same way. We are to love others in the exact same way. It was Paul, again, who said in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, Love does not seek its own. Dili lang yung kaugalingon nga kaayuhan ng imong ipangita, kundi ang kaayuhan sa ubang mga tao. O sahay, manggod. I mean, did you, kasagaran, selfish ang ato ang love. Kasagaran, we love ourselves. Magliso tagugma sa uban. Maski na sa ito mga mahal sa kinabuhi. Maski na sa ito mga mahal sa kinabuhi. May istorya sa isa kapamilya nga. Kung paborita ginila na fried chicken. And so, one night, galuto ang mama o fried chicken. Lamik kayong pagkaluto. So, while ga, gaprito pa ang, ang, ang inahan, the aroma of the fried chicken filled the entire house and everyone was like, when can we start eating? Okay? So, ang papa, ang anak na babae, o ang anak na lalaki, they were waiting. Nga, taugo na sila, sampito na sila sa ilahang uh, inahan. So, na-prepare na ang table. Dito na, excited na kayo sila. So, gatinag sa sila kong enjoy kayo sila kaon. And then, naapay kayo, Osaka, fried chicken nga nabilin. Pinoy siguro na yung pamilya, ha? Naapay Osaka nga nabilin, Osaka hiwa. Okay, so, ang papagalantaw, pero gano'n na siya, muna maglain nga ako yung mukuhaan ni, kaya na ako yung duwa kanak, napagod ako sa home, kaya yung saglalo ko. Okay? Ang kamagulang ng lalaki mo po, yung ano-una, lami akong takayang tugso ko ng tinidoroy, pero, maulaw man ko. Okay? So, ang mama po nga nga, ako ba, galuto anak, para nila. Ang anak na babae, yung isa nga, pwede mo siguro ako, no? Ako may kamunguran, ako may pinakabata, pero, basta yung mag-isa lang, spoiled brat ko. Uh-huh. Ni brown out man nagkalit. Pag brown out o galit, nisinggit ang amahan, ah! Pagsigag balik sa kuan, sa suga, mo na dito, kagilang papa, ni Ana, unta sa kamot, ang tulo ka buhok, ni Ana, silang tinidor. Abi ni mo selfless ha. Abi gid ni mo selfless. Okay? Tugsok ang kamot sa ilang amahan. All right. Ang tinuod nga gugma dili plastic. Okay? Dito magpakarong ingnon. Nga kung naay makakita loving kay ka. Pero kung walay makakita preato, may makita kay ni Brown Outman, ni gawas ang tinuod. Okay? So, I hope nga, kanya, ato na i-desire sa tuwang kaugalingon. Lord, help me to truly love selflessly. Selflessly. May story, kabayan sa Osaka, Prime Minister of England in the 19th century, si William Gladstone. And one night, nag-prepare ni siya, importante kayong speech para iyang ihatag sa the House of the Commons. Nainggalan sa ilang house ako na. And about two o'clock in the morning, a woman knocked on his door. Nainanuktok. And then, nang na, 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 tabang, kay iyang anak, 
nga bakul, nga lalaki, was dying. O niya, naa sa ilang apartment ra, iyang gibilin nga, ngayon siya tabang, Sir, tabangi ko, nagkaliso na gid mamatay na gini akong anak, maluoy ka. Two o'clock in the morning, ka-prepare siya, importante ka yung speech. And so, kablaman si William Gladstone, gibiyaan niya ang iyahang desk, giundang niya iyahang pag-prepare speech, nikuyog siya sa inahan, og dito, sa walay pagduwa-duwa, giubanan niya ang inahan, and he attended to the young boy. for the rest of the night, comforting him and leading the boy. In fact, kay Christian siya, he led the boy to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Dili kayo nindot ang ending sa story because the boy eventually died and then Gladstone returned home. And he said to his friends that morning, I am the happiest man in the world today. William Gladstone's greatness was not in his political achievements, although he was a great political leader, but in his great love, a love that would risk his political position to help a young boy in great need. As it turned out, William Gladstone delivered that morning what historians have called his greatest speech. That's love in action. Selfless love. Number two, Christ's love considerately. Jesus was always gracious. He was always considerate. He was always polite. Whether in words or works, He was never rude. He was never crude. He was never harsh. He was hard at times when, he, with, when needed, but He was never harsh. Whether in action or in attitude, He was never rough, tough, or gruff. After speaking in the synagogues, in the hometown, dito sa Nazareth, mauni ang reaction sa mga tao, Evidence, sila na mismo ang gaingon. Okay? Sila na mismo ang nitestify when they marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of the mouth of Christ. Luke chapter 4 verse 22. Dito bitaw sa wedding in Cana where he performed his first recorded miracle. Upon hearing that the young couple had run out of wine, wala siya naging sarcastic bitaw si Jesus. Unsa man pod mo ay, palumaluma mo, pag-imbitara mo niya, makulangan ra man mo sa inyuhang You know, inyohang kanang giandam ninyo nga pag nga ilimnon. Wa man ninyo ni klaroha og plano nagkuha ta mo wedding planner og tarong oi. Okay, wala sa naginingon na na. Okay? Wa sa wala niya gisukmat ang labi na ang young man at that time kay sa ilahang culture mong good when you run out of wine during a wedding festivity, that's a shame actually. Because that shows nga gawas nga wakay klarong plano that maybe you are not capable of taking care of your new your wife, your bride. Sa ilahang panon mo na mo present sila Dory, okay? Unya kinalang three days good at least ang ilahang pag tawagan nay mga hikay nila sa ilahang kasal kay ano man mo na chance sa groom. nga magpa, magpasikat sa ginikanan sa babae nga kaya niyang buhion ang iyahang ang ilahang anak nga iyahan ng mamaymong asawa unya kinahutdan man siyag wine culturally kuanong tato kayo uh, maka, dakong makauulaw kayo to but Jesus was there in his kindness he was considerate and he was compassionate sa lalaki iyahang gi tabangan Di po ka makabasa sa scripture, although there were times nga si Jesus, when he was teaching, when he needed to raise his voice, he raised his voice. Pero di ka makabasa nga, ginagising hagan si Jesus, he never yelled 
at people. Jesus was always polite. He will Tingnan ang, ang Bible sa Isaiah chapter 42 verse 2 describing the Messiah, describing Christ. He will not cry out nor raise his voice nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. He was patient with his disciples, he was polite with his enemies. When Jesus saw Peter several days after niya gilantaw si Jesus sa matao niya, iyahang gideny si Jesus Christ. Jesus pag pagkita pag, nila Wala bito sa manukmat, kita mahiling magkita na, no? Natay istorya, di tapaminawon. Inigkita na itong balik, ngayon, Okay? But Jesus never did that. He looked at Peter in the eye, but he did not say, Peter, I told you so. Peter, I knew you were gonna betray me. I told you so. Wala niya gingana si Peter. In fact, he simply asked, Peter, a series of questions. Peter, do you love me? Do you agape love me? He says, Lord, you know I can only love you as a friend. He asked it the second time, Peter, do you really love me? He says, Lord, you know I could not love you at the highest level, agape love. I can only love you as a friend. And then for the last and the third time, he says, so Peter, do you really love me even just as a friend? And Peter says, Lord, I love you. And he says, okay, feed my Sheep, feed my lambs. God, Jesus Christ, reinstalled Peter who denied him looking at him in the eye. Ikaw ba? Di ba mo na'y pinakagrabe siguro nga pag-trader sa imuhang suod nga higala ni mo? Gitanaw pagigasamata o niya gilimod ka nga kaila mo? Wako kailanan niya. But God forgave him and God gave him another chance. We are to love others the same way. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 5 says, Love does not behave rudely. A courteous, considerate, polite love never snubs another. It never stuns with a stare, withers with a word, or cuts with a sarcastic comment. But it is gracious, it is considerate, and polite. Um... Money struggles oban kung di ta careful. And I want to take advantage of this opportunity to say this kay usay mo god this will be taken personally pero wala ni personalan ha. Um kaming mga taga-Tanhay tubo mo gitu dagko gid migtingog. Kay kanang normal ra na sa mga maninghag. Sa mga normal ra nang istorya sa ubang tao singhag na na. Okay? So Nay mga times, natoy mga times sa una nga kay ako dinhi man ko gi-skulas Dumaguete and medyo malumanay man gud mag-istorya ning taga Dumaguete. Pag mauli gani ko tanay mura ko malain. Okay? Then for more than five years dito ko buhol. Samot na gyud nga malumanay sila mong istorya dito. Pagbalik pa nako Dumaguete lainam ning istorya mo to anay. Ang mga joke kay mura magsakit, mura mag-insulto kada istorya. Pirming ng insulto, pirming mang supo. Careful ta dapat. Kanang istorya bitaw nga patsanay sige. Okay? Mag-careful gid ka sa imong kaistorya. Labi na kong makahibalag kag mga tagalaing lugar nga wala na anad sa imuhang inistoryahan. Kay ma-offend sila in secret and mo na, di na sila ganang matig istorya nimo. So be, be very careful with that. Okay? Kay Um, dagka na ang na-offend. 
In fact, naa-adjoy ni Dool na ako din nga pictures to din sa una. Yeah, muna yung reason nga din sila ginahang mabalik. Kay gawas nga mataha sila nga mutagad ang inistoryahan paguguno sa mga tao. Kay mura silag na insulto. So mag-careful tayo church. Kay even if we intend, nga awala tayo intention nga makapasakit sa ubang tao, if they careful with our speech and we even with our actions, we might offend others. Okay? So Christ love considerately. Be considerate po sa uban. Be polite. Be gracious. Be gracious. Huna-unao na to ang ubang mga tao. Thirdly, Christ love not only considerately, not only selflessly, but He loved persistently. His love was indiscourageable and unmoved with any kind of opposition. His love refused okay, to stop. He would not stop loving. He would not quit loving. He would not give up loving. Ang iyan mga disciples para mandaan, nga mga dagok kayo garbo tag I amin mean, tagas kay garbo mga dagok kayo ulo they they act a lot of times as if they know everything and they know better than Christ but Christ was so patient with them and his love was persistent sa bago pa ni nga panultian labi na sa namantay kantana his love never fails it never changed he loved them the same from beginning to end even Judas nga nakabulusha would betray him he loved him to the end. When Jesus went to the home of Jairus to raise his 12-year-old daughter from the dead and then announced to the crowd saying, do not weep, she's not dead but sleeping. Remember how the crowd ridiculed him? But Jesus did not turn his back on the unbelieving crowd. He did not walk away. He was not discouraged. But in love, he raised her from the dead saying, little girl, arise. And when the Pharisees accused him of being the devil's partner, you are of Beelzebub. In Matthew chapter 12, the Lord of flies, Jesus did not stop his ministry to them, but he continued to reach out to them in love and show them the truth. That's persistent love. And remember his brothers in Mark chapter 3. His brothers said, you are out of your mind. Calling him a lunatic and a madman, because he claimed to be the Messiah. But Jesus did not withhold himself from them, but he continued to love them. And then eventually they were, they were saved. When the angry group of people at the, you know, in front of Pontius Pilate cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Enough is enough, angel! You know, kill them all and send them to hell! He could have done that. But Jesus did not do it. Wala nang gibuat ni Jesus. Even doon yung ilansang na siya sa cross, ilansang siya sa cross. Jesus did not stop loving them. In fact, when the very first nail was hammered into his hands, the very first words that came out of his mouth were words of forgiveness. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Words of love. He never stopped Loving. And we are to love in the same way. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 7 says, Love hopes all things, endures all things. 
Love does not stop loving. It will endure opposition. It does not lose hope. It, muna yung klasik gugma. Ang ganahang makita sa ginoo sa toa. Na story ka, ka, remember mo, I mean, kabalo mo sa story ni Jim Elliot, di ba? Si Jim Elliot and four other missionaries, they were young men who decided to give his, their lives for the Lord and they decided to become a missionary to the Oka Indians in Ecuador. And if you know the story, they were speared to death. Gibangkaw sila. Immediately, four of the five widows left Ecuador, but one of the wives, Elizabeth Elliot, and the sister of one of the martyred men stayed. They moved into the Oka territory, and among the opposition won many of the Oka to Christ. Some of the first to come to Christ were the five Indians who killed the five missionaries. They were won to Christ by the persistent love of these two women. And nine years later, another widow returned to Ecuador with her two boys, now 14 and 16 years old. The very men who killed their father eventually baptized these two boys. Amazing story. The power of love. Unconditional love. Selfless, considerate, persistent love. Love is powerful. In fact, love is the greatest motivator. Unsa man ay nakatukmod sa ginawa nga iyang ihatag iyang bugtong anak na si Jesus Christ. It was love. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Love is powerful, brothers and sisters. May we aim for love. May we desire to love this way. And you know, we are not hopeless. It is not impossible for us as Christians. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of God lives within us. And He can produce that fruit called love. This selfless, persistent, gracious kind of love can be that kind of love that will overflow in and through us if we surrender to Him, if we yield ourselves to Him, if we allow Him to control us, to fill us, to live out the loving life of Christ in and through our lives. You know, this is important. Jesus said towards, I mean, in verse, 36, uh, verse 35, John 13, if we have this kind of love, the world will know. This is the indicator. This will mark us. This will show us as true believers, as true followers of Christ. Love shows you are a true Christian. Love is the proof that we both know Christ as our Savior and that we love Him as our Lord. Listen to this. This is very powerful in a verse. Okay? 1 John chapter 3, verse 14. si Gino. We know that we have passed from death to life. In other words, we know that you are a believer. Nga gihawas na kagikan sa kamatayon, na anakay kinabuhing walay katapusan. Okay? We know that we have passed from death to life because, on saman, we love the brethren. We love our brothers and sisters in Christ. He who does not love his brother abides in death, still remains in death. Dili paluas. Ang tinuod nga luas ningon si By the way, 1 John, remember this. Ang 1 John, ang mensahe sa 1 John. 
gibinagsara na ni Apostle John the true marks of a true believer. Diyan ni mo makatunan. Unsaon ni mo pagkabalo kung tinuod ka nga Kristohanon. There are some marks of true Christians nga nasa 1 John. One of the marks of a true believer is love for the brethren. Naagigay gugma sa imong igsig ka magtutuo. That which proves your life in Christ is your love for Christ and your love for other believers. It is not how much we know, as I've said. It's not how faithful we are to church activities. It's not how many convictions we hold, but the love that we have for others. The same kind of love that Jesus expressed. By this, all will know that we are Christ's followers. And not only that, okay? Love will lead others to Christ. The world is thirsty for true love. Kapag mo sa tinood nga kipangita sa kalibutan, tinutanay nga gugma. The world is hurting. A lot of people have been betrayed. They were given promises, pero wala na buhat. Okay? Ang uban, dugay kayong nakamove on. Ang uban, nag-struggle pa. Some will even bring it into their marriages. Their past hurts. Ilan ang dadun sa ilang mga marriages. That's why dagang problema sa pamilya. Okay? Kaya wala pag yun nakamove on. The world is thirsty for genuine love. Maskin kita, if we're going to be honest. We could care less kung pubrita, kung wala tay daghang katigayunan. Kung naalagay tinuod nga gugma sa atong pamilya or sa atong simbahan, we would rather have that. Diba? If we're going to be honest, daghan man kayang tang nailha na siguro nga mga adunahan kayo. Pero matingala ka, ngano man, nga di pa mangyapon sila makontento, nganong na pa mangyapon, kulang sila hang kinabuhi. Gawas nga, nagpangita sila gugma, wala pa sila relationship dia sa Ginoo. And muna ang tubag yun is a relationship with God. Why? Because first of all, diha ta unang makatilaw, diha ta unang maka-experience sa tinod anay nga gugma nga ato ang gitinguha, ato gipangita. God himself loves us in a true way. If someone were to trail your life for the next few days, will they find Christ in you? Kung naabi tayo yung magsunod-sunod sa imuha, si Kristo ba ang makita? Si Kristo ba ang makita? Naiyos ako story. Okay? Naiyos ako very superstitious kayong babae. Hadlock siya mo sulod sa church. She was afraid to attend the services. And later, she was invited to attend one of the church camps and she decided to come but did not attend a single session of the preaching where the truth of the word of God was taught and preached. She did not, you know, I mean, she did participate in all of the social and sports activities and freely mix up with God's people but during the preaching time, they going to hang with me now. Several weeks later, after that camp, she attended church on a Sunday morning and was wonderfully Save. Someone later asked her, "Unsa may nakamotivate ni mo nga ni ani kag church na karon na save naka?" And she said this: 
It was the love that Christians had for one another that I saw during the camp. And here's, the, here's my point. Believers, aggressive And stay aggressive. Okay? Stay aggressive. Constantly look for opportunities and seize opportunities to share the gospel, to de- declare the word of God, okay? to preach the word of God. Stay aggressive. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying stop preaching the word of God. I'm not saying, you know, um, i- i- take for granted na to. But, dapat i-balance na to. Usay, may ka itang mawali, may ka kang mabat-bat sa pulong sa gino, pero walay back-up ang atuang kinabuhi. Walay live testimony that will back up our preaching. We proclaim, God loves you. Okay? And then God lives in me. So if God is, is love, and He lives in you. Where is love? Di na ko makita sa imong kinabuhi. Di na ko madunggan sa imong pinulungan. So, let's be very careful. Labi na sa itong pag-treat sa isigusang. When we truly love one another as brothers and sisters in Christ, that will be a great impact sa kalibutan nga nagpaniidra sa atuwa. One time, second time, observer na sila. And how we treat one another. Okay? I'm not saying don't nga maging plastic ta. Genuinely pray and ask God, Lord, teach me to love like you love. Love them like Jesus. So challenging kayo nga thought, kung nabito jiga paniid nato, dinino, makitaan magyud nila sa atong kinabuhi ang gugma ni Christo. Remember this, John 13, 34 to 35, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Can we read that verse together? Can we show that Ang verse at the last slide? Yes. Can we read this together as we come to a close? Ready? Begin. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. May God bless us. May God produce His fruit in and through our lives, which is love.